All right. So I uh, yesterday I brought my kid to my parents' house to watch the, so we can go to the match. Um, Good. They watch uh, watch Ragnar on those seven o'clock games. Anyways, go over there. Um, my dad is there, and uh, my dad says something to the effect of, uh, "Oh, good, you don't have to worry about uh, Oakley. Um, Oakley being my little brother's dog. My little brother is 26 years old." Um, I was like, "Why the fuck do we not have to worry about Oakley?" And my dad's like, "Oh, he's with Chris." I was like, "Oh, where the fuck is Chris?" He's like, "Oh, he moved out." I was like, "When the fuck did he move out?" Oh, this weekend. Like my little brother. Obviously, me and my little brother do not talk ever. Okay. At all. Um, anyways, so I. Wait for my mom to get home. My mom gets home. I leave and, and come to Blackheart here. My wife, um, Anna, had to uh, swing by off, like, on her way from work, change, feed Ragnar, and then come to Blackheart. So she gets here about an hour later, and she's like, oh, um, when did Chris move out? And I was like, I, I fucking this weekend, apparently. I found out about it an hour ago. She's like, oh, yeah, because your mom asked me, like, if I told – if I, if I, me, David, had yeah, told, yeah. told her about Chris moving out, and she's like – she said – had to say no, and I was like, "Yeah, I called her yeah. immediately." Because <laughs> I was like, "I just I fucking kicked you out, out of the way I, and I went down there to fucking like one hour earlier." And then uh, after that, a, a very drunk German man uh, gave us uh, big, big sloppy wet kisses. Is that the mayor of Berlin? The mayor of Berlin, yeah. So. Yeah, he, he looks mayoral. <laughs> that dude was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, face tats. Oh yeah. No, te- like all his teeth were gold. Yeah, gold capped. Are, are you awesome. sure he's not like one of these emo rappers? I, he's not a Post Malone. Yeah, okay. He's not built like Post Malone. <laughs> I mean, he's, got a, he's, got a little, he's got a little vibe going there. <laughs> Live from the black heart of St. Paul, we are the Daves you know this is the Dave's I know. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to but we both know I can't do nothing at all. You say Oh, I want to know. Is, is this your Morrissey? What is this are we waiting for? That guy's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> he really is. And Morrissey is? Yeah, I, I, which sucks. Cause I really liked Morrissey for. I like the Smiths. And I like Morrissey for like. I literally, have, I've had, I've had tickets to see him like twice in yeah. the cities, and he's canceled both oh, times. He's, yeah, he's. And uh, and then now he's just a fucking. Now he's just canceled. Yeah, that guy's yeah. Fucking, well, he's well, canceled for you for yeah, life. Well, he's, okay. well he, he's. he's does some other shit, so yeah. he's just fucking canceled. Okay. I always he's one of these guys where like I always thought like the animal rights activism was more about having an excuse to like hate ninety nine percent of humanity that doesn't have the diet that you have yeah, more than yeah. actually caring about animals. Right. And I think now yeah. that he's shifted his hatred to uh, uh, immigrants to the United Kingdom, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of borne out my theory here. I think he's just a nasty, hateful little dude. Yeah. Now he's got a new uh, new excuse to hate people. Yeah. Doesn't he have a new album of covers out now? Pro- yeah. That sounds like something he would do. It does. He's a fucking asshole. He's a cover band now. Yeah, so, a fucking so asshole. If you wanna, I mean, um, that's Weezer now, basically, which is one of my all-time favorite <laughs> bands. Basically, just a fucking cover They're band a cover now. cover band now, yeah, too. Yeah, which is, you know, if you want to actually 
see a good cover band. Right. Uh, uh, anytime Pleaser's playing, P L E E Z E R yeah. in Pleaser. the cities. Pleaser, yeah, which is a Weezer Fucking cover band. On, on, yeah, which is actually but now, a Weezer cover band. Now Pleaser yes. has to play Weezer's covers of other shit. Yeah, which is just it's a, it's a it's a vicious it's a vicious uh, loop. And, yeah. uh, on that note, if, if the, you want to treat yourself to the good music of Morrissey without having to actually support Stephen Morrissey himself. Check out any of the uh, Mexican or Latino Morrissey tribute acts like Mexici. Um, <laughs> I forget what the other one is, but they That's awesome. it, it's great. It's it's it sounds awesome. They do it in kind of that Mexican crooner style, you know, whatever. They do Smith's covers in, in Espanol. Um, <laughs> and it's just a ton of fun and it like captures like the the beauty and the genius of that music, but uh, you nice. know, in a way that's a lot more enjoyable than uh, dealing with uh, Morrissey in Morrissey. general. Morrissey himself. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, right. prick. Um, real quick, round table before we get into the actual soccer. How are you doing, David? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. I thought this is not as enlightening a conversation no, no, as no, I was no, hoping well. we'd have. Luke, what are, you, what are you up to, man? What am I up to? Yeah. Yeah. We have the, let's the, go the, I'm just getting through a weird goddamn week. Yeah. I spilled Whoa. fucking beer Whoa. all over the fucking table. <laughs> How's your week now? Man overboard. God damn it. Yowza. <laughs> Zeller, go get it. <laughs> all right. All right. Luke, what's up, man? What's up? I'm getting texts from home asking me to close the door to keep the cat out of the bedroom. Too late. That's what we're reduced Too to now. Too late. <laughs> we're just we're just filling for time now while we clean beer off all this multi-million <laughs> well, here, dollar I'll equipment. I'll tell the story I just told off off air. Yeah, yeah, do that um, real quick. So so we're we're hanging out here at the Blackheart of St. Paul. We are. We got some uh, we got some sort of 80s 90s jams going on here, and you spin me right round by Dead or Alive came on. And I told the story of uh, my best friend who I grew up with, who shall remain nameless uh, to protect him uh, at this point. Uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast, does he? D- uh, no, but maybe I'll, make, maybe I'll recommend that he does after this. <laughs> so th- this is back in the day. He's a, he's a college student up uh, at a certain state university about an hour away from Twin Cities. I'll let you guess where. Um, broke as hell. Uh, Go Huskies, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, maybe. Um, broke as hell, decides, well, you know what? I'm going to give male stripping a shot. So he uh, ends up becoming an amateur male stripper in this city, small city that's about an hour. Amateur meaning he doesn't get paid? Well, I think he was trying to get paid. But oh, no, okay, like, so uh, he was trying to work his way up the he, corporate he ladder. He with any initial skill set. He didn't go to stripper school. Uh, you know, he's just, he was just basically go to a walk-on. School. He was basically a walk-on. So, <laughs> okay. Um, so he no came scholarship. out. And so his song was You Spin Me Right Round by Dead or Alive, and he wore a, a pirate costume with an eye patch, just like Pete Burns of Dead or Alive, and that was kind of his shtick. Uh, he was doing pretty well for himself, actually, until one night when he came out and uh, a bunch of the ladies in the audience were uh, his, his mom's friends and co-workers. <laughs> and uh, they locked eyes, and oh, there was no. a pretty immediate recognition that they knew who he was and that they knew that he knew that they were there. And that was his last night out on well, the stage. Yeah. You got so to support your family. He, he might have saved true. himself. Yeah. I also, I also, yeah. I also say you got to, you got to do that. You got to do that a, a town over, man. Especially yeah. you can't do that shit in the same town. Well, you grew he up was in. a town over. That's the thing. He's, oh, he's, so his mom was sneaking out to bars no, a town it over. It, to, well, it, it wasn't his mom, but it was her like friends and coworkers. Oh, okay, okay. 
the small. I'm I'm trying to protect his anonymity. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you are you are the great yeah. legal mind of the uh, of the much. Dave's I Know podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So. So he's got six kids now. So. <laughs> got busy. <laughs> well. He's turning up, putting all that raw sexual energy somewhere. That's all I can <laughs> oh, say. God. Wow. All right. Uh, if, we, we've successfully cleaned up the uh, table. I think we have. You know what? With a, with, a, with a tale like that, I think it's a perfect time to remind you that you can contribute to make <laughs> th- that, whatever that was, continue to happen. <laughs> this amazing content, if you like it, uh, each week, uh, if you learn a little bit more about Minnesota United, soccer in general, um, uh, the Dave's and, and Luke's weird friends that we have, um, uh, if you want to continue to enjoy the high-quality audio content that we deliver each and every week on this uh, this year podcast, uh, consider supporting our Patreon. Um, every dollar helps. goes to funds toward updating and replacing recording equipment, uh, helping pay our website fees, anything like that. Trust me, we're not making a living on this fucking thing. I wish we were, but we're not. Um, and as always, let me throw the Born with the Tail challenge out there. Yes. Get on my level, $6.66 a month. See yes. if you can top that, Phyllis. Or, uh, or in increments of 69 or 420 yeah, Those yeah, are all great. If you want to do $69 a month, I mean, that would uh, – hell, I might – yeah, I might let you have the uh, Born with a Tail uh, <laughs> ID. <laughs> Listen, we've actually, I think we put it out there. If, you, if, someone yeah. will, if someone will donate $69 a month for 12 months, we will just fucking stop doing this thing, <laughs> That's man. That's true. If you um, want this to go so away. If you want it to go away, no, $69 a month for 12 months. There's and we will very just, easy path. And we will fucking just, yeah. we will stop doing yeah. this shit. We're I, gonna think, do, I think we just stay off air for as long as you're getting $69 yeah, we're gonna, a month. We'll, we'll, no, we'll keep doing it until we get, right. we, we, need, we need that 12, we need that 12 months. But, uh, okay, but yeah. Yeah, once then, 12 months hit, then yeah. Yep. Thank um, you. Yeah, so visit patreon.com backslash the Daves I know to help support the Daves that you know. I love it, man. So we played Columbus Crew. Uh, a lot of people have forgotten that game because we've had a friendly since then. It's yeah. Thursday now. We usually record earlier in the week, but it things. feels like it was a year ago. I know. I know. <laughs> that, that I feel like the game yesterday. A... Like I, I just want that ninety minutes back from that Hertha Berlin game. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't even think about that. I mean, like, I well, literally watched the Columbus Crew game yesterday because I was like, I know yeah. if I don't watch this game, I'm gonna totally until tomorrow, today. I'm gonna we forget all my thoughts about that game. So. I uh, well let's let's try and remember a couple of them right now. It was a happier day and a happier it game. It was than indeed. The um, what was your best moment, Zeller? Um, well, obviously the goal, man. It, that was th- there was a lot of it was, it was uh, we were talking about before we started recording. There was a lot of there wasn't a lot of ton of like super great moments. We just kind of controlled that game the entire time. Like our defense played yeah, really we well. We did, yeah. Um, but the the goal was great. It was off of a, a set piece, um, a short corner. Great we don't use. do that often. No, we don't. Um, uh, Grey Goose to uh, Darwin, who passed it out to Metinair, who had acres of space to run in on the ball, um, transfer from his left foot to his right foot. He put in an amazing cross uh, to Coleman, who was running on the on the on the the near post. Um, Coleman, you know, he just I think he was a little I think he was trying to actually. He says he was trying to pass the ball across the front of goal. I think yeah. he was actually trying to like put it in, but he was a little too far uh, forward. Right. Has Coleman has an amazing uh, cross again across the face of goal to Finley, who uh, put his fucking foot on it yeah. and scored that. Coleman to Finley. Those guys played together in college at Creighton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was it was amazing. It was right in front of the fucking wonder wall. Nope. Um, Minnesota just, made. Yeah, it was just a yeah. It was a great goal, um, and that was obviously that was the only goal of the game. So that it's a very easy. Slam dunk, best moment of the game. I, I'm curious if you guys have anything else besides Wait, besides that. One thing, and I, I mentioned it briefly. I think I think the fact is a, a Minnesota dude uh, passing it to a Minnesota dude uh, yeah. to get that goal. That's kind of a cool. We thought you'd see that hot Minnesota on Minnesota action. It was a hot dish, I'm is what it was. It. Yeah, I'm here for it. I so Doing if some I, pirate costumes and I'm gonna be it. Woof. Yeah, <laughs> the unfortunately the goal also was uh, we're no, we're not always going to get lucky like that, right? We can't rely no. on crosses into the box. We're just not going to, and, and even that 
I mean, Coleman happened to have a really good uh, cross back to the other side, but it's probably not exactly what he meant to do with it, in, in my opinion. So um, I, I have to say that I liked seeing Darwin Quintero um, more mobile. I think that he played a little bit deeper than he otherwise might play, and that allowed him to actually make some runs rather than just receiving a ball with his back to goal or trying to just dribble in tight spaces. Really? We've, I... ta we've talked about that. He didn't have a great night. I'm not trying no. to just say that he had a great night, yeah. but I'm saying that his movement was such that he was going to try to take guys on one-on-one, -on -one, and he was going to try to get in on goal. He didn't have a great night, but that's the way you have to play him if you want to get the most out of him. So Especially I'll... with Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the, their play style, they have to play in their in their respective particular ways that are successful to make each other successful. They haven't found a way to do that yet. Sure. Anyways, so um, not trying to uh, say Quintero knocked it out of the park, but that was kind of uh, nice to see tactically him doing what I think he'll probably do better. Um, were there worst moments of the game? All right, Luke, do you have another best moment of the game? You than know, I, I think there was, a, there was a moment where they were in our box. It was a little bit of a dicey moment. Metanero chased a guy down, but then he was getting loose. I can't. I don't know if it was Zardes or who. And Ozzy, again, just – I, I say this every episode I'm on, but Ozzy swoops in, scoop, you know, scoops up the ball, gets it out of the danger zone, and we're back in business on the yeah. other end. Um, it's, that is a fucking the, machine. Yeah, and those are the moments where catastrophe absolutely would have struck before this year. Yeah, that would have turned into a goal or some kind of defensive <laughs> that is disaster true, yeah. on our part, yep. and, and those aren't happening as much now. And I still don't know how to process that. I'm used to expecting to see us just like get schooled in like a super humiliating way. You make the, a, the one mental way. error, and then it turns into the goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just one dumb mistake just cascades yeah. into something horrible, and that's not happening now. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm a pretty big Aussie fan still. Well, talk about a dumb mistake. I, from, so that segue is really nice. My worst moment of the game. Um, it was right before halftime. the The goal that was disallowed uh, because Darwin Quintero was offside and put uh, put just ever so much of a touch on a ball that he didn't need to touch. That again, talking about Brent Coleman, a Coleman header that mm. was perfect. It was going in. It was going into the net. DQ is offsides, and it clearly clear as day off. I was, originally, like when we first that thing first happened, it was obviously across the field from us because it was in the first half. And we're like, oh no, God, if VAR, VAR, and then it was. Then yeah. I, we watching the game. was just like, yeah. oh yeah, no, he was way fucking offside. Clear, clearly, yeah. And he, yeah. yeah, he did not need to touch that ball. I don't think. And I think that ball was going yeah. in, um, or at least coming off the post, uh, which would give given us an opportunity to, to pounce on a rebound. Yeah. Um, the uh, Columbus keeper was not was not getting to that ball, and the fact that he, you know, that guy, that, that seriously, DQ needs a fucking run of play goal, like you yeah. know, like needs I to break out. I yeah. think someone uh, yeah. on Twitter was like. DQ needs to run up play goal like I need oxygen. Like, he fucking yes. needs yeah. that. I don't, well, that's, a, that's a great line. So yeah. I don't know who said it. But. One of my observations is he took a lot of weird speculative shots, too, that just went sailing yeah. high and wide. Hate to say it, but if he was yeah. playing for a different team and we saw that performance, we'd be singing high and wide at him all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that was actually what I was going to chime in with my worst moment, if you want to call it a moment. Generally speaking, the finishing, um, we had somewhat more opportunity. It, it wasn't like we were absolutely – Pouring it on the goal, but we had more opportunities than um, the we scoreline. We had 19 shots, and to, to Columbus's four. Right, and yeah, what, yeah well, how, many, on how many on target? <laughs> I don't know on target. Like we, had, we had 19 shots on goal. They had four point. shots on goal. But that's, so. but that's my point: is, is that um, we we weren't challenging there. We weren't challenging the goalkeeper as much as we needed to. So that was nope. frustrating. And then specifically Darwin, um, you could tell he wanted it. You know, he could yeah. tell he knew 
he needed that goal. And rather than maybe finding the open pass, which I've said it on this podcast before, I don't think that being the setup man is Darwin's strength. I don't no. think you play him as a traditional number 10 because I don't think it's his strength. No. And I think that he absolutely – I mean, if, if one game can prove it, I think that game showed he has a nose for goal. He's played as a striker historically. Um, and uh, he, he wasn't about to find that last pass. He wanted the damn goal, yeah. and his finishing was way off for the night. So a little bit frustrating there. Yeah. Any other moments you want to chime in? Uh, you know, I just want to say it was nice to see Boxall back in the lineup and have a decent night. I don't think he he's, he didn't punch the lights out or anything like that. Uh, but I, I root for him as a human being, even though I think he is probably a below-median uh, MLS central defender. Sure, sure. Um, that dude is, yeah, he's attractive and smells very nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> like to see him have a good career. I'd like to see him have a good career here. We haven't seen... Uh, too much strong stuff from him, but uh, I, I'm rooting for him. Maybe he'll develop if we if he has some better <coughs> circumstances around him. Yeah, one thing we haven't we haven't talked about um, is that uh, the back line uh, played really fucking well this game. And I, you know, I'm alluding to the, my uh, Freddie do for best start of the game. But um, the uh, you know, Ibarra on the left hand side um, was was he was serviceable like. Do, yeah. do I want Ibarra starting every week as a left back? No, probably not. Uh-huh. But but it made it made the uh, it made the crew um, and watching David Akam run at uh, Ibarra in the second half was a little fucking dicey. I'm like, yeah, that made that me guy. nervous. Yeah. So, uh, but but you know, uh, Akam, uh, Rubino, uh, uh, Jossie Zardes, uh, Frederico Iguain. I mean, Columbus has not been scoring goals and they've been struggling lately. But that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a, an attacking uh, foresome that is. Yeah, they're formidable. They can have a good day. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and the fact that we shut them down and that you know, Kalman, Apara, um, or sorry, Kalman and, and uh, Boxall, uh, and con, you know, with Gregus and uh, Alonso, just shut yeah. absolutely shut those four four dudes down is a is a reassuring sign. And the fact that yeah. you know Miguel Ibarra acquitted himself well as someone mm-hmm. who can step into that left back role on occasion yeah, for, against can. specific teams, I think. I think he's he's suited for that. Um, I mean, again, I really hope that we have a left back lined up for the once yeah. the international window opens. And you don't take you don't take his, his advantage of Miguel's strengths as well when you play him as a left. No, back. absolutely, he, not. he no. could be the le- best mean, left back that we have on the team. I have no idea. Schiefer Decker, but it's not Schiefer the Decker best use of him. Pointed this out, like Miguel Ibarra's best position is just being on the field. Like the guy will make shit Kinda, happen. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, <laughs> do you know that he had the second most shots uh, in the game? Darwin really? had the had, mo- had the most shots. Okay, Miguel Ibarra had the second most shots from from, from the left, left back. back. Yeah, so that yeah. means. So that's that, so that's another thing that, that sort of another sort of point or whatever is that teams had fi- had figured out, especially Chicago, that you target Metinier, you target the space behind him, um, you don't let him get up and, and make runs and, and cross balls. Um, with Miguel Ibarra on the left, you have to like it's not Eric Miller. You don't have to worry about you know you have to worry about that guy making a run with Molino overlapping, um, and that made the, that kept the defense honest. And that is yeah. honestly all we can ask for. Miguel Ibarra when he's playing in a left back role is just to keep the defense honest. Yeah, he did a really good job at that. So, can I butt in with a quick thought? No, God damn it, here God we go. So, is yeah. Matt Nearing going to end up being the season MVP for the squad? Uh, definitely newcomer of the year. He's, he's mine so far. Yeah, so far yeah, the guy. I mean, yeah. we talk about like who has been. Like, you know, Greg Goose has not been performing like a DP. Uh, Angelo uh, has not really been performing like a oh, DP. Oh, Matt Nearer, oh. you know, Dar- and Quintero for that matter has not been performing like a DP this year. Matt no. Nearer has been performing like a fucking designated player. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
Yep, he's absolutely mine. And um, you know, you could say you you could. It's easy to point to a guy like Alonzo or Ike, um, which are huge defensive um, additions and stuff like that. But and, and they've been good. They've been solid. But even with Ike in the middle, we were still hemorrhaging goals for a while. <laughs> and you know, it started to shape it up when we made a couple of other yeah. changes. So it's hard for me to automatically give it to yeah. them. We needed to fix other pieces. But Metanier has been a rock, and I couldn't imagine putting a different dude there. I and to mean, be and to yeah. be fair, like. Having the rocks of Icopara and Ozzy Alonso in the midfield allows Romain Metinier to get forward. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. It allows Miguel Ibarra, because they know they have they have coverage um, when they are caught out of position. And that is, I mean, you know, the Dark Clouds do our end-of-the-year award party <clears throat> every year. We, have, we give a Newcomer of the Year award. I mean, I don't know how we don't give it to all, like, Ike, uh, Metinier, and Ozzy. Like, the three of those guys <laughs> yes. all together have, like, made – you know, made this made this team be able to do what it does in terms of uh, its defensive capabilities, as well as three getting forwards. Yeah, so that's three, actually three lunatiers. I don't know. Three lunatiers. We gotta workshop this. Yeah. Little bit. yeah. Do you uh, do you have a what the fuck moment of the game? I was I'm just gonna say every single fucking Delati touch. This that game, every he, game that he's he does have so cinder far. blocks for feet. The guy. I mean, I just no one. I mean, maybe outside of like West Berdine, like no one wants Ozzy t- or uh, Abu to succeed more than I do. Um, yes. But he, you know, in, in you know. With being hurt and uh, and then it, it, particularly that he, he his miss in the ninety first minute he had like a, a you know a run in on goal a counter attack um, and just he just shanked you know like just put it right yeah. by the post yeah. but he's had multiple times in this game and then every game that he's played he's had touches where he like he takes that first touch and the first touch is great and the second touch is just. Just he boots it, the ball like ten yards too far. In in a better world, would we have a little bit more depth and maybe just send him down to Madison for a year to really just kind of find his. In a, in a in a better world, um, he wouldn't have played for Minnesota United for the first two years. He would right. have been on loan, but it's this fucking team, and <laughs> they <laughs> refuse to do that. I mean, I, which is you know a great segue to Mason Toy, um, who they're allowing to do that. They're allowing him to like right. do to do that shit in Madison in, in the League One level where he can make those mistakes. They didn't. They Abu never learned that, and and, and I think Delati can be a serviceable striker in MLS. Yeah. I just I just don't think yeah, he I think he's got gets the tools, the, but he's yeah. got to learn how to use them. And we just threw him in the deep end. I'm not sure if it's a mental thing or if it's just or if it's like a physical thing. Like he his touch has just been atrocious all year. Yeah. I don't think he's had one good ball that we, that you looked at and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's actually that's Look a really what great he did ball. With that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's tough. So yeah, so, I mean, not just a single moment, but like every time he touched the ball, it was just like, oh yeah, he's definitely gonna kick that like five yards ahead of him too far and then yeah. the defense will clear it and or the goalkeeper will smaller it or whatever and, and this is not too. an original thought on my part but did we see anything from Rodriguez to really give us any kind of basis to feel better about I, him? I saw I saw a couple, a couple of plays that I liked him doing okay. what I yeah. think he does well he'll one thing he can do better than just about anybody can do it doesn't always do it but um, is, is he can bring a ball down out of the air with his back to goal yeah. it's not you know so there's a lot right. of things you can do in hold up play right. um, and ball on the turf and you can hold a guy off and you can lay it off to a guy who's making a run all these kinds of things taking a ball out of the air putting it on the turf in front of you and still maintaining that possession while you got a guy on you is a tough thing to do and he can do that pretty adequately mm-hmm. yes. I'm saying it always comes to fruition because our offense has been shit for the and, last and five it, games but. as we, we've talked about this before it, it's it happens the best, and, and where he's most effective at it is near the 18, like either in the 18 or the top of the 18, where defenders are worried about following him to giving up a free kick. They're not worried about that at, at, at midfield, which is why 
you know, I've argued that like Metnir or sorry, not, not Metnir, fuck man, names and shit. It's been a long, it's been a long <laughs> week. Rodriguez, I, I, I would love for Rodriguez to never, never stray like inside our mid, you know, inside of our mid, midfield midline. Yeah. Like he, he's going to be on that line. Yep. Making runs to receive balls as close to the 18 as possible because we've seen what happens. Like when he gets a ball at the, at the 18, in the yeah. 18 and he, he makes a turn because the guy's, decent at that and he right. gets fouled and he draws a penalty or he's able to make a turn pass the ball off to a, a streaking uh, Molino or a streaking Ibarra or a Quintero I, th- I mean we've been giving Rodriguez a lot of shit uh, over the last basically year or so I don't think he's been as bad as uh, as a lot of fans think he has been um, I think he do- he has a, he has a, he has a limited skill set um, and when he's put in a position to succeed he does that now I, it's the skill set that he loves for some fucking reason I have no yeah. idea why he loves that skill set I don't particularly understand it but he has a limited skill set and he's he's good at it in in bits and spurts now isn't uh, he so he's kind of your classic target man don't you usually pair that up with a second forward who's a little bit more of kind of a poacher kind of a well i've, I've been arguing to play yeah. Wando, i've been arguing Wando to play quintero that way i mean he's yeah. like, not quintero as a poacher necessarily yeah. but but to have him making runs in on goal right. as uh, 100%, uh, Rodriguez yes. sets him up. Bring but we're, down, instead, we're playing the, ground, the dude as... Uh, to get it over to your buddy who's going to toe poke it across the line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but instead, we're playing Quintero as a number 10, yeah. which is not is, is, is not terrible at him, but it's not his strength. Yeah. And, also, uh, to be fair, Rodriguez had some pretty terrible uh, shots, uh, some strikes. Yeah, not, not super <laughs> this game. accurate. Yeah, no, yeah. He, was, he was kind of all over the place, so... Um, my what the fuck moment? We we get, we went all over the place. Yeah, here. we did. Um, Sorry about that. My, my kind of what the fuck moment, uh, I think, has to be, uh, I guess, getting to sing my first Wonderwall because you know I, I oh, missed yeah. the prior. That's and right. I, I yeah. miss I miss most of the games. Yeah. I think because I'm a <laughs> shitty fan and I don't care about them. Um, but you know, I got to go there. So you know, um, I don't know if you guys have ever stood next to me for like a long time in the stands. I think I think both of you probably I, have I, at different oh, yeah. times. I was yeah. down the aisle from you at uh, one of these. Yeah, so yeah. it's a uh, it's a different experience usually, yeah. and uh, you know, so it, it was fun because uh, you know I got to be really goofy that night and uh, making up songs and shit like that, which is something I enjoy doing. And then like, we got like the, the wins. like it, it's very yeah, it's very NSC. It felt uh, good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. and I I just you know, I just try to be as ridiculous and campy as I can be, which and then we all I, appreciate. I don't care if anybody appreciates it, but a lot of people do. probably think I'm the dumbest person alive, but uh, I might as well wear a fucking clown outfit out there, but I have fun <laughs> with it. And then we got the win, and that just capped off a night that felt, to me, again, very, um, it felt old school dark clouds, yeah. you know? And you got it to tickle the ivories to get at Blackheart afterwards. Oh, boy. I, t- I did end up playing piano at the <laughs> Blackheart afterwards. Yeah, sing us yeah. A song. Uh, you know, we ended up. Uh, I think it's. I think it's. It's tickling. Uh, being a tradition almost at this point. It's starting to get there because, uh, like, me and Wes coming here and singing "Tiny Dancer" after games, because uh, they have karaoke now after right. each of the home games, and we've done that. You know, a co- like a few Saturday, times now. Saturday home games. I, as someone who works for Blackheart, uh, yeah, we're not doing it for like the. Uh, the other like the Sunday games or whatever, but Saturday night home games we're gonna have black karaoke it, afterwards. So. Well, and it, he did karaoke after a, an away game as well, and uh, one, one uh, time, yeah. one time it's not gonna be a regular thing, but saying you know tiny dancer after that. So I think it's approaching a thing that ju- we just do. Mm. And that first time we did it, um, you know, like halfway through the song, I just ripped the cover off of the piano and just started playing with the karaoke <laughs> tune. Yeah, it was very uh, fucking Freddie Mercury, you know, and uh, it was. It's it fun, yeah. yeah. It's it's funny. So, um, anyways, those are all what the fuck moments for you. Any yeah, cool. any last thoughts, Luke? No. Let's move, <laughs> move it. <laughs> Moving along.
<laughs> Who's driving oh, this fucking train? You, you have been. What's the next Freddie Adu for the star of the game? No, guys. Uh, uh, I mean, honestly, can I? Can I, we say the entire defense? I mean, just they shut down Columbus no, all match. Can't. That has been. Uh, Freddie Adu can't play the whole defense. Well, that's true. He definitely cannot play the whole defense um, or any other position. Yeah, we, Is he uh, still alive? Yeah, Freddie, Freddie Mercury's got or not so, Freddie. Yeah. Okay, I guess no, Freddie Mercury. No, Freddie Adu. Freddie Mercury's still alive. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, someone, where does Freddie Mercury play? Someone get for? on the Google is machine like and figure selling, that out. Is he like selling bongs in Montenegro or something, or like possibly? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we only allowed four shots on goal, uh, which I is great. I mean, obviously, Frederico Higuain had a had a a great opportunity hit the post early in the in the first half. I'm gonna give it to Brent Coleman. I mean. That guy's been just nothing but a fucking like rock for yeah. us. He's taking uh, advantage of every, his opportunities and, when he's and got and them. It's it's funny because everybody knows I stand for Brent Coleman. Um, that guy, you know, baby boy Brent, uh, and he's been decent in uh, these defenses for the last you know three two net, two plus years. Uh, but again, these defenses have given up a shit ton of fucking goals, so he's not without blame for some of that shit. What I I mean. I actually honestly think Brent Coleman looks like he could be an MLS starter for a good another five to ten years, P- potentially. Yeah. You know, potentially being on that MLS best eleven uh, for the end of the year um, in a, in a, a year or two. Like he's, he's not yeah. there now, right? But uh, but he, you know, in addition to um, just being a calming, studying presence on the back line, that guy also contributes too, like on the offense. Like both, I mean, we should have had two goals in this game, and both of them would have come from Brent Coleman headers, like directly right, right. either scored or uh, or you know created by a Brent Coleman header. Um, you know, he's not most fleet of foot, but he knows he's a, he's got soccer smarts. He knows where to be, who to mark, how to do it. Yep. It's uh, he's been you know, and it just keeps it. It's astonishing every year we're like, why the fuck was the Brent Coleman not starting at the beginning of the year? And <laughs> this is a good problem to have because like now we right. have Michael Boxo on the bench. And Michael Boxo it would be a great it's a great come in last second defender. Yeah. Uh, or you know, you got, you know, somebody off on international duty. Michael Boxo can slot right in there. Great. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just I really thought Brent Coleman had a, had an amazing game, both with his uh, defense uh, and then with his you know, his contr- contributions on offense. I you know what I I think this is a game where nobody specifically stood out yeah, for any fair. specific reason. So uh, by default, then I'm gonna give it to Boxall. Um, not because, and again, not because <laughs> right. I think Boxall absolutely stood out. Like my, have you ever seen a center back play like that? My God! No. But because he came off of a crushing loss, uh, uh, which Hadn't was played a, in like I, four weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. against Toronto, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and he knew it. It wasn't a case like Calvo. Where he's like, well, I just went out there and played perfect and everything fell apart around me. What the fuck happened? You know, yeah. he's like, he raised his hand. And after this game, he said his biggest goal was to not play like, uh, poop. yeah, to not poop <laughs> the bed because <laughs> he's bed. such a sweet little guy. He yeah. said poop the bed because um, these are real people. You know, Bad. I don't give a shit how we feel about them. Right. They're real people. And so that's a cool moment for him to come back, pitch the shutout in his next yes. game back. It's got to do a he had to sleep like a baby for the first time in a month and god bless him he deserves that in his life so i'm just going to give it to him just to continue to will good vibes (laughs) in his direction that's fair okay you have a you have a different freddie adu for his best player ever yeah let's just we'll move on don't argue can i do an addendum or not or a a sort of like a a 1b or whatever uh romain metnir who had his wife had a kid That's 24 oh, hours uh, earlier. We didn't say that, yeah. And he he that did dude, a Jerry Teeson. Yeah, he did a you Jerry. You remember Jerry Teeson yep, ended Jerry, up playing yeah. like the next uh, fucking day. So I mean, we, we've we've talked, we've like we've like fellatioed like 
felicioed uh, Romain Metnier a shit ton on this podcast over the course of the last yeah, yeah. two months. But um, yeah, the dude Much had. A, I remember. I remember when I had when I had a kid, my or my wife had a kid, and I was just like, I was a fucking wreck. The next day. Oh my god! <laughs> so we've yeah. all had kids here. Like, yeah, you're, you weren't. You're, you're on drugs. Yeah, you weren't. And you weren't. Like, yeah. I had been up for. I had basically been up for like, you know, thirty six hours or something. Yes. Like, I was yeah. in no condition to do anything, oh let alone yeah. play a fucking well, soccer game. Playing ninety minutes. Maybe Metanier is a real horseshit dad. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, ah, she's out there in That's the barn. Fine. She's out there in the barn spitting out another one who gives a shit. Yeah, I mean, he can't what, be what am sh- I supposed to he do? He can't be a shitty dad that I am. I regularly some milk there. I regularly bring my kid to the bar, so I'm, yeah. he's probably a better dad than I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> Who's your Freddie Adu for the worst player ever should literally be hung from the highest tree? You know, that sounded racist. I didn't even mean for that. Let's one back. Deserves a good Deserves to be pushed off of the Golden Who Gate Bridge. Who deserves the atomic wedgie? Um, okay. you know, they I need to die, but I mean, not, not in a No one was way. particularly shitty. Um, I did write down originally Melino, but I, I, going back and rewatching the game, I was I want to say Delati. Like, the guy's not, he's not contributing. I don't know if he's still like uh, lingering injuries <sighs> or whatever, but, um, you know, Melino played okay, but Delati was the one who had just like, it just, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might... I might deal it the same way, and then I'll give uh, Darwin Quintero a runner-up. Not not because Darwin was, again, terrible, but he just wasn't the factor he needed to be. His finishing was off. He needed to see the pass that instead he just took on and dribbled. So I'm going to give him a silver medal, and I'm going to give Dunlady the gold. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because we've, we've, for the last, you know, 95 or, you know, 90 podcasts or whatever, there was clear, obviously clear there was at least not just one, but two or three shitty shitty players in each game. It's uh, such an easy award to the last, you know, The last few podcasts has been, was, you know, everybody, nobody's been particularly shitty. It's just been, it's like, it's just a, there's, you know, one player who's just not stepped up yeah. to the to the plate. So If it matters to anybody, we've allowed four goals in the last five games. We've scored three. That's not good, but that, that's. <laughs> but I mean, allowing for allowing four goals yeah. in uh, three games or yeah. in in five games, excuse me, we should feel good about that, right? Sure, this yeah. is not something we've we ever s- would have seen in 2017 or 2018. No, 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 I don't think we ever had a stretch like that at all. We've got we've got uh, I think four shutouts so far this year. We've had we've had seven. three of them are in the last five games. I think. Yeah, we've had we had seven in our previous two years. Yeah, yeah, that's great. We should so, feel good. Yeah. We're not an elite team, yeah. but we're no, no. longer. I, I, like I don't go home like pulling out my last few hairs, wondering why anymore. Fair, fair, you know? fair. Yeah, Luke, do you have a, a Freddie do shittiest player no, of the game? I don't th- I'm not mad at anybody. <laughs> so positive, positive vibes for You're everybody. Um, some some people what? I'd like to see a little bit more from, but I'm not mad at anybody. And I'm not going to call anybody shitty. Okay. So. Why don't you go find a different podcast to be on? Then? <laughs> yeah. <Just> positive. <laughs> yeah. That's not fucking our, negative, man. Let's go. Man. That's not our vibe. So I did. I did not. So we're gonna pivot. Okay. We're gonna pivot to video. Um, I did not watch the Hertha Berlin game because I had. Uh, uh, well, I didn't want to. Um, but you did. Did you watch it, I was Luke? Out buying more tropical shirts. Tropical shirts. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee that buying tropical shirts takes a lot of your time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Luke, basically Luke, a second job. And Luke is me. Luke is wearing an epic tropical <laughs> shirt. I, we might need to get a picture of that and then post it on the, he, on the Twitter you, um, machine. Yeah, man. You you walked in looking like fucking Dennis Nedry in uh, Costa Rican island. <laughs> fucking like we got dots in here. See, I, nobody I, cares. I was I was literally at the bar buying a buying a buying a drink and a shot and. You you walked by me and I was like I think that might be Luke but you yeah. walked like I, I think you think went, you walked, might be Luke. You walked, you walked into the, the RuPaul room. the RuPaul yeah. Drag Race uh, right. uh, viewing party looks like fucking Obama's portrait over here um, I so yes what? so 
What? You're the only Long person equipped short, to give did, us a Hertha did, Berlin I recap. I sadly uh, subjected myself to 90 minutes of, of Hertha Berlin versus Minnesota United Why don't you distill that into 90 seconds of um, in-depth analysis? They played a lot of the kids. Uh, kids look good. Um, Kevin Molino like, tweaked a hamstring in like the 41st minute, which of is course. not good. Um, they lost one to nothing. Uh, we, dr- we Literally at uh, Blackheart, there was, um, I got here about 4 o'clock, and at 4.05, uh, literally like... 15 Hertha Berlin fans, people who came over from fucking Berlin. That's yeah. awesome. Like, who are basically traveling around with the team. Came, Excellent. Like, walked in, and, like, they, just, and they, were, they were ordering two beers apiece um, and then drinking both of them at about a 15-minute clip. Like, Respect. literally like, every 15 minutes, they would go, like, one would go up and order two beers and then they take it back to the table. And, like, I was watching them. And then um, mm-hmm. it was funny because Anna speaks German. She was here, so she was doing some translating. Oh, wow. She was doing some translating for, uh, for some of the German fans who didn't speak, you know, the great English, English. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was fucking hilarious. And those guys, they all were fucking amazing, uh, amazing fans. And uh, yeah, the, the atmosphere in the stadium was, you know, meh. It was it was I don't know maybe, you know maybe fifteen thousand there Wednesday total. Night, so, shitty, cold, I mean they they dark, announced they announced damp weather yeah, friendly. Yeah. You know it wasn't it wasn't like the, the weather even wasn't that bad. It was actually a relatively decent night for yeah. like, watching a soccer game. Just it's a Wednesday night. It's a, it's an the international friendly. They're playing. The team is playing four games in fucking eleven days. Like, yes. why the fuck did they schedule this game? I have no fucking idea. Other than this is when Hertha Berlin was going to be in in the in the state. So they're playing Madison tomorrow. Um, I wish those guys nothing but the best. Uh, I'm a, I've been a Dortmund fan, but I would definitely like start. Yeah, I would definitely keep an eye on Hertha Berlin. Yeah. You know, watching Bundesliga going forward. What does so. Hertha mean? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know either. Yeah. Rhymes with Bertha. Yeah, rhymes with Bertha. Yeah. I've yeah. got a scarf from the Thank you for that analysis. Union Berlin. Yeah. So Hertha we're, Berlin we're is cool. they're, they're, you know, it's funny cuz they're actually they're a they're a, a historic club. They've been yeah. around for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh you know they they've done they have they've had some like sort of international success. It's just they haven't had anything in the last, a you know, time, yeah. last 20 25 years or whatever. Yeah. As like long as we've been like watching the soccer. Leeds United of Germany like Oh, there you go. Yeah. Story, story yeah, past, but uh, they're more like the Everton. I don't think uh, they ever oh, reached okay. the heights of a yeah, Leeds. Yeah, yeah, I think they're more like Everton. Like they they've, they've always been kind of around yeah. and they're decent and they, you know, occasionally will get relegated, which you know, but like they're but they always come back and Never anyways, king of the hill though. Yeah, so yeah. If you know what Hertha means, you can call into the podcast one eight hundred the Daves I know. <laughs> it's way too many. Yeah, one eight hundred the Daves I know dot com. Shit, you don't yeah. like my driving man? You call one eight hundred e a t s h i t, brother. Well, somebody's got that phone number. You know that they <laughs> do. Yeah. Um, so let's move into other United news. Yeah, uh, good. Not, not a ton. Um, well, so we Romain Metnier and Ethan yeah. Finlay were both named Team of the Week. Uh, both deserving, I think. Deserving. They, those guys, those guys have such a good fucking connection. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, bigger news: Romario Barra was sent on loan to Pachuca. With an Ray option Barra. for Pachuca to, to buy. Hey, uh, Pachuca. Bow, da, na, na. Bow, da, na, na. Bow, da, na. You can go. I'm not sure what he's talking about. No. Yeah, we're, we're shaking our heads. Anyways, I, um, I don't know what so we have, you know, we we have our, you know, our amazing winger uh, depth is now depleted again. Guys, remember when we had like 20 wingers? Yeah. On the squad? Now we have one of our wingers playing left back. Now we've and, got uh, like 0.7. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is—I mean, this is a great move for Romario. Uh, Pachuca, oh God, Pachuca yeah. is a. Uh, and it, I kind of—I mean, I can't remember who. I think it might have been uh, um, uh, Adam on Twitter, the Edmund Northstar, um, who was like, "This is you know for, this is always probably what was going to happen." Romario, Romario Abara's br- like better brother plays in uh, Liga MX, 
Um, so it's just the fact that he got we got nothing out of almost nothing out of Romario Ibarra in the in the whatever thirteen months we had him or whatever. Um, I thought is, he looked disconcerting. Good. I thought he looked good this year yeah. when we gave him consistency. Yeah, right. at the beginning of the year he looked great. I was He's arguing for him to come back and get more time, and now I, obviously that's impossible. I mean, I, I feel like we both argued that we should have we should sit Rodriguez and it should be Romario and Darwin up top well, together. I've, yeah, I've made that argument. Yeah. So would we we say that his lack of outstanding performance in Minnesota is more due to how he's been managed than his actual talent. So that yeah, so there's there's a, there's a, there's a question there like apparently him and Heath have not um it's like an open secret that they've not really gotten along. Oh come on. Uh yeah, people don't yeah, get along go figure. With fucking go, telling tales out of school go here. Figure. Are you joking? Like the he? the other the other thing is that um is that uh apparently uh Romario's uh I think they're married. I think his girlfriend and his kid were not able to make, come to the U.S. So yeah. they've been in. I think they've been in Mexico this entire sure. time. So like it's that's gotta you know I, honestly like I would two years ago I'd been like well, fuck that you you're getting paid to play soccer do yeah. your shit yeah. now I'm like, now I'm a kid I'm like oh, if I couldn't see my kid like every uh, fucking no. day or yeah, like, that's a problem you know like I've 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 been away from my kid. Um, Twice, like a day. One for like one for like <laughs> yeah. two days yeah. when him and him and Anna went to Madison, and once for like literally like eighteen hours, or it was like three days, once and then like eighteen hours the other time. I totally get it. I'm like, yes, I definitely want to make sure that my fucking kid, I they can see my kid and hang out with my kid. So yeah. I get that that you yeah. know that clearly he, they were not given the green cards or the the uh, uh, visas to get into the U.S., which sucks. Um, so I mean, this is a good move for him. Great move. I mean, and it clears up cap space and an international spot for Minnesota. So I mean, okay. everybody's you know was losing their shit about this move uh, on Twitter when it happened on Tuesday, I believe. Let's. I, I I'm giving I'm I'm doing a new thing where I'm giving this front office faith and that they will <laughs> do the right thing and they that have a, a plan. That is a rare thing for you to do, considering they, yeah, especially considering my Twitter something. feed from earlier today. Yeah. Well, um, they made those two Tam and Gam moves that were right back to back, you know, yeah. just there's, a few weeks ago. So be some I think there fall. is yeah. movement, and I yeah. think, and I, I mean, it'd be, it would be great if they like sort of like just let us kind of have an understanding. Yeah. I, I know why, why would they? they uh, yeah, and they definitely don't want to like, you know, fuck up negotiations and, and shit. But like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have faith that the team has an idea of what they're trying to do, that they have targets, and that they are gonna get Benedetti. three. Three or four of those targets. Is it, is it time to break up Benedetti watch again? Benedetti. Uh, not Mark, Benedetti. But Mark Fing, I know. Honestly, what I think we should do is break up bre- Benedetti watch. Break out Benedetti watch. Like make that a tradition. Like every time any rumor happens yeah, at all, and then it becomes like an eighty-year thing. Yes. Like when we're all fucking yeah, old and dusty. We're, uh, will be is it Benedetti? Benedetti? And people are just who the fuck? You'll, no you reason. wouldn't understand. Yeah. Only real fans understand. All right. um, two other things. So the United commits to National Sports Center for 15 years for being their training ground. I think that everybody kind of knew that was going to be sure. happening. They was, they put a shit ton of money into the uh, sports yeah. center. Makes cool. sense. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, I'm going to read this Heath quote. Um, <laughs> rant about it for a few minutes and then go up to the bar and oh. get another beer. So <laughs> so Heath quote, so on being incredibly pumped up after the win and what caused the extra celebratory actions after the game, and if it has anything to do with the pressure of winning another game at home, he responds, I think it is. I said to the press this week when I was looking at the league table, you would think we were bottom of the league, not above the line. I don't know what's wrong with people. Just calm down and see where we are in a few weeks' time when we've evened the season up. We've played seven at home like we've done away from the home. I'm really pleased for the players, and it's another game without a defeat at home so we can build. Seriously, guys. I don't know. What the fuck? What, what even the fuck is that? I don't know. Uh, you're, I mean, 
it's, honestly, Adrian Heath needs to get a fucking Twitter. It's basically what it is. Like, it's, he's, it's like a weird mix of, like, passive-aggressive, but, like, also just, like, a lot of weird kind of non-speak. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's corporate almost where yeah, you you say, say like, words that sound like they all fit together in a message, right? And then when you look back on yeah. it, you're like, the yeah. f- was I hypnotized? Guys, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change our stack flow to optimize deliverables. Yeah, yeah, we and we we need to synergize some of our strategic planning in order to deliver. You know, no. So I honestly I think. That's not the first time that he said, "Give us a few games this year, right?" Yeah. So eventually, that's not. So, and 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 look, we're we're doing better lately, better-ish. Not as good as you know. I, I hope the offense can right. can get it figured out, but I feel right. stable now, which is good. Um, I, th- I, I, is he getting a lot of his fan feedback from Twitter? Because I mean, like, look, if you're if you're a coach. Get off of Twitter. Yeah, honestly, I like, mean that's that's not where people are sharing balanced don't takes. Pay you know, to us, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like how thin a skin does he have that he even gives a you fuck? Know he you know, meme searches. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Adrian yeah, Heath a, and Google. Oh, I just looks I, like people think I am human feces. I oh mean, no, just <laughs> it goes. It goes back to like when he like made that pronouncement after the San Jose and Vancouver wins, where he's like, oh, you know, I didn't have the I didn't have the personnel. Last, you know, the last couple of years. Well, that was epically dumb. Yeah, yeah. and this, yeah. I mean, this is epically dumb, too. Like, I don't know why, what's wrong with people. Fuck, fuck you, you motherfucker. Like, we've been watching, we've been following this team, yeah. you know, for longer than, than you have been. Like, we know what a good Minnesota United team looks like. And it's not, you know, it's, honestly, it's not what, the, I mean, this team has been, is getting results, and that's fucking great, and I love it. But that's not what a good Minnesota team looks like, in my estimation. This team, um, I'm glad that we're playing good defense, but, you know, again, like, you're a fucking striker whisperer, and you've you've alienated like three fucking strikers in the last year and a half. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a team rising. They're stabilizing. They're moving where they need to move in 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 uh, more than a handful of ways. Generally, but, yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that we all need to get down and start blowing heat yeah. either. <laughs> like, and anyway, I was just, as a, you know telling Luke like, just there's no reason on earth that he should be on like Twitter and and getting fan pulse from there. I mean. What? What? He sees something I post. Is that what he wants? He wants to follow my fucking Twitter account. He's like, oh, I mean, you. I, I, I say that as a, the general, like derisive, like just stop being, just you know, like, stop reading the shit that's written right. about you because. Do you, yeah. do you think he listens to the Daves I know and just gets oh, all like, of his feedback? Just so I mean, mad. He's just chomping on particle boards. Yeah. Just, no, I mean, just no. Here's the thing. He doesn't. Harrison does, and Harrison gives him the highlights. Oh. Have you seen? Have yeah. you seen pictures of Harrison you Daves been recently? Yeah, have you seen pictures of Harrison Heath recently? <laughs> Not recently. Yeah, he's got he's got like a smoking hot wife. Uh, Kaylin uh, Kyle, yeah. former uh, NWSL player. Yeah, who uh, oh, okay. who like goes to like literally like goes to bat to like defend Harrison Heath. Uh, he's got like. Bleach blonde, like not even bleach blonde, but like like gray frosted tips. Yeah, like, not, but then like, like the entire hair, like not even just like frosted okay, tips. Like right, okay. it's like fucking full on Miami. Like oh, like dude God. is like fucking embraced South Beach culture uh, <laughs> to an extent that is fucking gross. Yeah. What a what a guy. What yeah. a guy. Anyways, let's move on. Anywho. All right, so we uh, next segment is the uh, Ford Madtown Bro Down. Do it. Yeah. Um, Mad Madison beat El Paso. Uh, a uh, USL championship team. Spanish for Spanish for the pass. The pass. Yes. It's they true. play. They play. Actually, play in a really cool looking stadium. I was actually here at Blackheart watching the game. Um, they play. It's like a baseball stadium that is used by a baseball team. And they lay, they lay, lay the sod and shit over the the infield. And it's, it doesn't look great. But like they have like a there's like some apartments and shit. 
above it, and like there's oh, like really? a bar like on the second level. Like okay. you can oversee, you can oversee the game. Right, so just walk downstairs, get pour yourself a drink, and then watch the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, it's pretty like fucking that. cool. Yeah. They beat yeah. they beat El Paso. They didn't just beat El Paso. They they fucking annihilated El Paso three to nothing. Um, if you haven't seen highlights from this game, go to Ford Madison's uh, Twitter feed and watch the highlights because there was some amazing like there was like a, a great build bag. Oh there yeah, was some like some like uh, Cruyff turns and shit. It was fucking great. Pretty passing. Cool. So Madison is the last USL League One team left in the competition, which means they get the $25,000 prize money, which is great for them. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely help them out. They play St. Louis FC next Wednesday in the Open Cup. Uh, and if they win that game, they'll get drawn against an MLS team, Holy possibly shit. Minnesota United. So, oh, oh my, oh, so there might be a... Uh, there might be a uh, awkward. We'll destroy those fucks. Yeah. We, we, we know all of their players' weaknesses. Um, and the, then... Uh, the Madtown Brodown is going to take on a much more... Yes, and I might actually go... Like, might have to even fucking go to that game, if they're, especially if oh, they yeah, play in will. Madison. Like, definitely. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, road trip to that game. Um, or take the train. I found out uh, there's an awesome train that, you know, the Amtrak, the oh, really? Empire Builder. You can't get to Madison. You get about 45 minutes north of Madison. But if you have someone who can, who can pick you up... Fuck? Yeah. Fucking Scott, fucking blame fucking Scott Walker for oh, not having high yeah, speed rail well. between now between here and Chicago. Yeah, uh, and then finally uh, they play Hertha Berlin uh, today, Friday when nice. you're listening to this podcast, um, or Friday when you listen to this podcast uh, on the weekend. Does Hertha Berlin know that they're a USL League One team? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, like <laughs> what? How did Hertha Berlin like book the tour that they booked? It was get so us the Midwest. They're only playing, <laughs> so it's weird. They're only playing two soccer matches. They're only, really? but, they're, but they're going, yeah, it's they're going, us. they're going for. To us, to Madison, okay. to Chicago, okay, um, and then I think Las like Las Vegas and Los right. Angeles. All right, well, you they're know, only playing two soccer matches. I don't know, it's weird. Okay, um, anyways, I mean, I mean, good for them. I mean, yeah. and hopefully they get a little bit of a U.S. footprint going for themselves. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, so. they're, they're trying to like they're yeah they're trying to like do a tour of the U.S. I think they're trying to build up their U.S. Yeah. fan base, which is great. Right. Like, cool. like you know, they have a new fan in me, honestly, for Love sure. It. So, uh, so yeah, so that's your Ford Madtown Brodown. God damn it, um, this is good content. It is very good content. Uh, tactical schmatical. We got uh, we got a game coming up. We got a uh, game coming up. Houston Dynamo. We are playing the Houston Dynamo. The, this is actually a good team. This is a nice. shield, yeah. shield race. We got team. we got three we got three good teams coming up uh, between Houston, Atlanta, and Philadelphia. Um, Although, are we technically neck and neck with them in the standings right now, or, or am I wrong? With Houston. Yeah, no, we're. Yeah, am, I, am I smoking crack again? Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're in third place. Houston's like a shield contender. Yeah, Houston's right now. Yeah. In, in third place, right behind LAFC and Seattle. Um, Houston, I believe, are uh, above the two points per game mark. Is yeah, well. all three of those, all three of those okay. Uh, okay. Western Conference and, and teams two, are. Yeah. Two two points per game at, uh, at the end of the season is usually a good benchmark yeah. for a shield yeah, winner. So. Yeah, two point oh nine. Yeah. So they're actually ahead of Seattle in points per game. Um, Jesus, they have three games in hand. Uh, or sorry, they have. Uh, yeah, two games in hand on uh, on Seattle. So. And three games in hand on LAFC. So, if Houston plays at their clip, they would they would probably be uh, top of the top of the table right now. So they are. So Houston, who's good? I mean, they're really good at home. They had a good showing against they played, DC United. They played a yeah, lot of games yeah. at home though. They're six zero and two at home. Yep. They're one and two on the road. Uh, obviously, if you're going to talk about their best players, Albert Elise, uh, Monotas, and Romelo uh, Kyoto um, are all obviously really great players. The Ellis and Manotas are probably potentially going to get sold in the summer. Um, one, and then we, I'll let you guys talk about Kyoto. One player I would actually uh, like to like sort of highlight um, is uh, the uh, midfielder um, uh, Martinez, uh, Tomas Martinez. Yeah, that guy is sort of an unheralded uh, creator of of shots for those three up top. Like those guys, 
you know, work off of him, and he's he's done an amazing job this year, especially of uh, of creating for for uh, you know uh, Kyoto, Ellis, and Monotas. Yeah, so. for about three or four years, it's been all about the offense for Houston. Um, the Honduran triumvirate on top is is I I didn't know that they played soccer in Honduras, but whatever. Yeah, um, Romo Kyoto uh, is good. He you know he's gonna play on the wing and he's gonna be a little bit more of a creator than a goal scorer. I think. Yep. Albert Elise actually uh, he can be multi positional. Uh, he's he's probably gonna play on the wing, probably the right wing, but um, he yeah he can he can be mobile a little bit. Mara Minotas has moved from uh, unheralded substitute three years ago to. Uh, Goddamn stud, who was uh, I, I think uh, you know just scratching a feather against the boot race for a little while there. I mean, uh, it, he also they they played for a long time in sort of a, a four three three and had those guys playing more flat across the top. I think Minotis is the guy now. I think he's the striker, um, and and the other guys are uh, more in a supporting. Which would be weird cast. when he gets sold. As You're well. killing me, dude! I, you just said that to hurt me. I know. You know that I love that man. I know. Um, you know, but let's not let's not um, look away from the defense. Uh, who's been playing left back for Houston? Demarcus Beasley, the man. Yep. Yeah, the, the legend is retiring. I mean, he's, I didn't he, think he'd ever retire. Yeah. I thought he would just go away, he's, but never actually choose to yeah. retire. You know. Um, he's my. I mean, slowly disintegrates. He'd be a Yarmer Yager. He'd play until he's forty-five, and yep. then he'd still be trying to find a team in some fucking Russian plea. Yep. And he just would never really go away. Ch you know, chasing Freddie, you do all yeah. over the globe. Yeah, yeah exactly. If, if we had, uh, so there's a legitimate. Uh, and he, I mean, honestly, like Demarcus Beasley is my who sucks because he's not really actually even uh, getting too many uh, starts for no, Houston no, now. No, no, no. But um, he's, he's there. You got to talk we, about if him. If we had qualified for the World Cup, I mean, left our left back for the U.S. Men's National Team is is a is a has been a. a a dire situation for a long time. We have a lot a of young. Time. We have a lot like of young. Years. We have a lot of young kids who are, I think we're going to step up and take the medal. If we had qualified for the 2018 World Cup, I am I am fucking like insistent and dead set on the fact that we would have had Demarcus Beasley on that roster to play left back. Um, probably not starting, but definitely coming off the bench, uh, and maybe a spot start if. Uh, you know, definitely would have happened. So, well, he's yeah, at least in terms of MLS, he's continued to be one of the better um, left backs in MLS. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, last year he's not a Kamara Lawrence or some shit, but uh, um, he's a he's a. You know what? He would probably be an improve. You know, I would love to have him at 37 years old and then be able to move Miguel to some place of competence. Other, yeah, uh, no, 100, 100, so, um, yeah. What? Who? Who sucks? I mean, I said Demarcus Beasley. <laughs> you put you put him on the side. Yeah, he's not getting the time. He's yeah, getting older. Um, you know. Tommy McNamara was a hot shit for a long time, and he's kind of just fallen off the radar. But then he scored a dumb goal against DC United last weekend. Yeah, he so. did. Yeah. He did. Well, sometimes that's all it takes. It is. To, little, um, he he looked. He came up looking absolutely shocked that he'd actually scored. <laughs> so uh, we've talked. We've talked about basically you. You or Martin. You mentioned how uh, Houston was basically uh, all offense, no defense for a long fucking time. Um, you know they're they've not figured out. I don't think they figured out a good keeper. They have Joe Willis and Tyler Derrick go back and forth. I think both those guys are easily beatable, um, especially with uh, yeah. some of the creative shot takers that we have. Yeah. So Do they play with kind of a high line that we can maybe sneak behind, or I didn't quite. That's a, I was watching them in DC. I mean, do they play like a real pressing style, or what's their? They can, so here's the thing. Um, they play it, they play completely different on the road versus at home. Uh. Um, at home, they're definitely much more attacking. On the road, they're definitely much more counter-pressing. Okay. And uh, that is, I think, where we... I mean, this, this sort of leads into where I think how we should play them um, is that, you know, they are going to want to counter-attack uh, Minnesota United, especially on the road. 
And I think if we can play a, uh, a game where we concede possession, we let them have the ball, that's going to, that's, that will sort of like um, take away that counter pressing. Because what basically when they, ha when they want to counter press is they're, they're going to uh, create a lot of, a, a lot of fucking chaos in the, in the uh, yeah. back line with Elise and Minotas and Kyoto running, running around doing shit. Kind of like when we have Miguel Ibarra and uh, Darwin Quintero and Ethan Finlay running around doing shit yeah. creates that chaos. Um, so, I mean, this is one, like one of the, the rare, rare instances where I argue that we should maybe think about conceding possession and allow Houston on the ball, um, do a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe sort of some sort of like mini gig and pressing of our own uh, and working on a counter. So, yep. I feel like right now the guys that we're playing are not ideally suited to counter. We've had teams that I think are better set for the counter, but like for instance, yeah. I'd, ra I'd rather have um, I'd rather have Romario Ibarra playing on the wings for a counter than I would Kevin Molinos coming off a year-long injury and still getting game fit, or Ethan Finley who beating every guy down the field from a speed standpoint is not necessarily his strength. I don't think. Um, so I, I feel like I feel like I'm going to give you a soft disagree on this one just because I don't think it's the way we're built right now. Sure. But what I will say is that I totally agree on what we can expect from Houston stylistically. And one of the things you have to do and something that I've wanted us to get better at and God damn it they have resisted it is more one and two touch passing where we don't have to bring it in, head down, and then look up to find the next thing. We're really making quick passes because that makes it so much harder to counter press and gag and press and things like that. Um, move the ball a little bit faster. That's not the same as counterattacking, I think. It's about... Yeah. So, so do you... you I think, think a Schuler start could be an order, in fact. Okay. So are you thinking of maybe like a 4-4-2, uh, um, like, like sort of diamonds um, with... Uh, Quintero and Rodriguez up top. I'm, th I'm thinking like a four-three-three. Three. I, I think okay. I, wanna, I think okay. I want to see a three-man midfield to do um, quicker passing and quicker distribution, uh, quicker cycling. We can tire them out, uh, and we can. Um, I think it's going to be easier to counter what is their obvious strength, which is of, uh, of course their attack. Um, and then I think we have to rely on uh, the three guys that he's going to fucking choose, which will be probably Finley, Rodriguez, and what do you think, Molino? Um, across the top and um, yeah okay I haven't left any room for Schuler on that roster that I no, just read you but um, although you I only have so many fucking guys in the field yeah no I, I, I can I can I can see where Schuler makes some sense in terms of uh, defensive help um, yeah, clogging I mean, that midfield the and I mean the problem is, is that we have not generated any almost any offense especially in the run of play I just I think that there needs to be some sort of uh, I, I think this might be just sort of a a, uh, a basically like you take possession no you take possession no you take possession the, basically the like uh, 2018 teams, New York no, Red Bulls please. style yeah yeah. Yes. yeah basically each team yeah. trying to like let the other team have possession so that they can uh, and again I kind of agree with you that you know we don't necessarily have the uh, pieces to effectively counter I don't no. think that's gonna necessarily stop. Um, Adrian Heath from <laughs> from wanting to counter. Yeah, yeah. Having the so. pieces or not having the pieces has never affected yeah. his choices here. Um, we've seamlessly transitioned into the how do we play him? Do you have some additional tactical thoughts for us here, Luke? I absolutely do not. You do <laughs> <laughs> under no circumstances. I spend. Will I provide any tactical insight. I spend twenty <laughs> hours each week coming up with these tactical insights. I watch all I spend, of the other teams. I spend two. You do. I, sp I watch all of the other teams' games of pre previous games of yep. the season. You know. Yep. No, I don't do any of that. But uh, <laughs> I you walk onto this podcast with nothing. Who's gonna win? Luke, why don't you tell us who's going to win? 
I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. All right. So, remember the, the most dire game that Minnesota United has ever played was a midweek 0-0 draw with Houston at TCF. Oh. It was hotter than fuck. Yep. It was like 98 degrees outside. It was a Wednesday night. It, even at like 8 o'clock, it was like 98 fucking degrees outside. Yeah, like dew point in like the yeah, night. Like, yeah, like, like well, yeah. dew point was at like 96. Like, it was basically... Um, and uh, I don't think this team is going to play that way. I think I think it's going to be a wide open game. Um, okay. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I got 3 2 to Minnesota. Nice. Uh, two, 2 to 1 Minnesota. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, Houston is not as good on the road, obviously, and I think that our defense has been playing well enough to uh, uh, keep them under wraps, I suppose. I hope right. Zeller's right. Yeah. That, that no no shit. That would, that would be a fun game we to watch. So, we Even when we win, we so rarely just whoop a team's ass, you know? Yeah, yeah right. God, right. it would feel cathartic to yeah. see a bit of that. Oh, for sure. I mean, 3G is not really whooping their ass because we're conceding two goals. But no, yeah. no. I, 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 but, I, you know, I just I would love to see that 3 nothing game. Yeah. We, like, well, what have we had on that scale? Two games in our history, yeah, you know? And, here, and here's the thing. Um, if we want to be a playoff team, we need to win this game. This is not a game we can draw. No. This is a a, 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 a competitor for hosting hosting a, a fucking home uh, playoff game in October. Yeah. Um, Three points or bust, baby. So, like, you know, we've talked about this where we've said, oh, we keep, you know, team keeps pointing out, oh, we've never, we've, we've only, we've never lost, uh, lost a game at home. Well, great, but yeah, you have like three draws and two right, wins. Right, right. Um, win a game emphatically at home. Make uh, Allianz Field a fortress, the fortress that it probably should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hasn't been yet. We haven't lost, but we haven't lost, uh, but yeah, it's been what you know, two, two and three, two, two yeah. wins, three draws. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, uh, moving along, uh, picks or didn't happen. So last let's week, pick, pick, picks or it didn't happen. Let's pick, pick and let's make it happen. Okay. Uh, Toronto FC, unit DC United, 0-0. Houston Dynamo, Portland, 1-1. Vancouver, uh, Atlanta United. Uh, Atlanta United beat Vancouver 1-0. Uh, the Sounders beat Orlando City 2-1. LAFC beat Dallas 2-0. The Impact and the Revolution drew 0-0. Uh, welcome Ooh. to the league. Uh, back to the league, Bruce Arena. RSL beat the shit out of Toronto 3-0. San Jose beat the shit out of Chicago at home 4-1. God, and, Chicago uh, is terrible. And... Uh, Calvo was definitely responsible for at least one. Oh, for, no, he, for the first goal. That was so. Yeah, that, yeah San Jose. Oh. Chris Wondolowski scored all four goals. I love it. To um, I love it. He was tied with Landon Donovan for the record for scored a long time. For, for like yeah, for like six months basically. Yep. Um, since like the second to last day or second to last match last year, he didn't break it against us last year because we played San Jose at the end of the year last year. Right. Um, and then uh, then we played Seattle or San Jose at the beginning of the year this year. We're like, oh, he's going to break it against us for sure. Yeah, right, he definitely did. Right. But, yeah, he definitely broke it against Francisco Cavo, So, <laughs> um, And basically broke Francisco Cavo. Well, enjoy, Chicago. Yeah, Philadelphia, enjoy. Seattle Sounders. Philadelphia, the hottest team in uh, the East, and Seattle Sounders, maybe the hottest team in uh, the West. Did not see that coming. Zero, zero, no, draw. No, <laughs> um, Yeah. I uh, said so Minnesota beat Columbus 1-0. Sporting Kansas City, uh, who are, God, man, they are, uh, they're not good right now. Uh, drew with Vancouver at home, 1-1. to the Dynamo uh, beat DC United 2 1. FC Dallas at LAFC drew 1 1. Orlando City put a curb stomping on FC Cincinnati, 5 1 win. Oof. Uh, Red Bulls at beat Atlanta United 1 0. That is actually turning into is, one of like my is favorite. Is Cincinnati on track for an even worse inaugural season than we had? Uh, I think so. Um, sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Red Bulls at Atlanta 1 0. <laughs> that's, that's a low bar. Yeah, 1 0 yeah. to the Red Bulls. Yep. 
that's actually turning into a really uh, interesting rivalry. Like yes. those two teams fucking hate each other, love and, it. I, and I love it. I'm good, here for good. it. Good. Uh, Colorado <laughs> went. Them fights. Colorado <laughs> went on the fucking road and got their first win of the year. Against one nothing over the against uh, LA. Oh Zlatan less uh, LA course, Galaxy because MLS. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then uh, I didn't. The, Bre- the Rebels in Vancouver played yesterday. I don't know what the uh, score of that game was because yeah. I forgot to look it up. So <laughs> somebody, somebody look it up. Yeah. Hey folks, look it up, Scotty. If you know the score of that. Game bastards. call in one eight hundred Dave's I know dot com slash org or one eight hundred eat shit. Yeah, way. It, it actually goes the same place. All right, let's uh, let's let's make some picture for this upcoming week. Do it, uh, do it, do it. Orlando City hosts the LA Galaxy. I have the uh, Orlando City. LA Galaxy's on a slide. I think we might be able to overtake LA Galaxy if we win this game uh, and they lose this game. So I'm gonna go Orlando City two, LA Galaxy zero. Still Galaxy and it's still Orlando City. Galaxy two, Orlando City one. All right. You know what? Leave me out of this. This will take a long <laughs> damn it. Yeah, Leave it to the shit. experts. Well, ch- chime in if you have a thought on a game. Okay. RSL hosts Atlanta yeah. United. Uh, I have RSL winning that game two to nothing. We are at odds here. Atlanta two on the road. RSL zero. LFC versus Montreal Impact. I have LFC winning that game five to, uh, let's say one. <laughs> he put a lot of preparation. Uh, LFC three, Montreal zero. All right. Chicago Fire hosts the NYCFC. Uh, uh, Oil monies. You got a, you got a thought? My, you, my thought is yawn. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. This won't be a good yeah, game. Yeah. Zero, zero draw. I, uh, I, do, I do have Chicago winning one to nothing. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about uh, right. Vancouver quietly becoming a very good team versus hosting FC Dallas. Yeah, which the fuck are, did that happen? Yeah. I see that one coming either. Yeah, I have, they have Van- 20 new signings yeah. this year. MLS, baby. I have, Vancouver, MLS. I have Vancouver winning that game 2-1. Uh, to one. I have 1-1 one, one draw. All right. New England hosts the D.C. United. Uh, D.C. United, 4. New England, 2. Yeah. Uh... D.C. United 3, New England 0. All right, Philadelphia. New England, by the way, uh, brutally awful defense. Yes, terrible. Uh, chasing history. Yep, and uh, a team that beat us earlier yep, this year. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Still hurts. Yep. Philadelphia hosts the uh, Portland Timbers. Portland are finally getting close to wrapping up their uh, their year-long road trip. Um, <laughs> sure. I Philadelphia winning that game 2-1. to one. Um, I've got the uh, – I looked away for a second. I've got Philadelphia winning 2 to nothing. Okay. Uh, SC Cincinnati right. hosts the New York Red Bulls. I have the Red Bulls going into Cincinnati and winning that game three to, uh, let's say, one. I don't because the Red Bulls have been so utterly unconvincing. I got a 0-0 draw. I can't oh, pick these man. two turds. That's, that's another skip. That's a two couple fucking turds. That's a couple of turds. All right, we already talked about Minnesota and Houston. I have a 3-2 win. Two you to have one. a 2-1, uh, and Luke has a 1-1 one, one draw. One, one Is that right? All right, Colorado. The resurgent Colorado Rapids host the, <laughs> yeah, they're on the a tear. absolutely shit Columbus crew. I have a 0-0 draw. This is going to be the worst game of the week. You know what? I actually have so little faith in uh, Colorado that I still gave Columbus a 3 nothing win on the road, even having lost six of their last seven games. Uh, wow. All right. Sporks host the Seattle Sounders. I have the Seattle Sounders winning 5-1. Uh, to one. Oh, I have a 1-1 draw. I think it's going to be a better game than that. But, yeah, Sporting has not been as good as they need to be this year. All right. And then uh, Toronto FC uh, hosts San Jose, the resurgent San Jose Earthquakes, who are just behind us in the playoff race. Dude, oh they God. look like such shit eaters at the beginning of the season. They and then all of a sudden, they figured it out. Yeah. And then they're curb stomping Chicago four to nothing. I, I got even... I got San Jose going in and getting a point, a two two draw with Toronto FC. Whoa. Two 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 draw. Really? Absolutely. Fuck. Yeah. Awesome. All right. It's a lock, so, folks. It's the days <laughs> it's a lock. I know lock. Yeah. 
We need we uh, need a we need they, a soundboard so that, that when we see that that Toronto that Toronto San Jose game might be a really fun game to watch on Sunday. I, so. Absolutely, <laughs> especially the way that uh, the way that both those teams play. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really open game. Yeah, yeah. So can we get you to come back every week and just like you? They won't even know you're here, but the, you'll I'll just do sound, sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the law. Wah, 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 wah. All right, uh, <laughs> all right. So we got some fucking answers. Uh, Offensive Loons asks, hey, that's you. That's me. Uh, for the lawyer, what is mesotheliomia, and why is it such a pivotal piece of your business model? Well, uh, that's not my cup of tea. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, but, folks, if you do get hurt at work, DM me. So we'll you're like, what we'll do you call him? You're like, a, what do you call him? An ambulance chaser. Uh, you just only, sit around waiting for people to get hurt. Only at workplaces, not car crash sites. Do you have any billboards? Absolutely not. Well, you might want to get on that. You might want to get on I'm that. Doing, no, I'm doing quite well without ever having my face on a billboard or a bus stop. You could be wearing that shirt. You know yeah. what? <laughs> hey, man. You, you, if you got hurt right. at work, skate in the tropics. All right. So, so if we, if we <laughs> have if a you, little, if little you got hurt yeah. in Hawaii, if, yeah. if, if we have any, if we have any extra uh, Patreon money, we're gonna buy a fucking billboard and <laughs> just plaster Luke, Luke's face. His arms yeah. outspread. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be me versus hurt Chris at work. Lindahl. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> I'm gonna eat Chris Lindahl's babies. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Colin Solberg asks. Legally, how enforceable is a non-compete clause asking for a Mario? Uh, depends on the specifics as to how long and what the geographical duration is. My personal opinion is uh, non-compete uh, clauses should be absolutely outlawed and not held legally enforceable under almost any circumstances. I 100% agree with that. Well, who fell out of a truck and got hurt that you need to fucking help that situation? I, it's just it's, it's a shitty way to artificially drive down wages. All yeah. right, all right. Uh, Steve Lindley asks, what is the best part about living in Lakeville? Uh, this is, I think, is directed to you. I, an, I, 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 answered, I answered driving out of Lakeville every day to go to work. Yowza. I do. I do spend a lot of time driving, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think was, this specifically to, to you. So. But that, so, that gives you more time to think about tactics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where I, <laughs> I, wa I watch all these games in my car stuck in traffic. Um, I would say that, uh, earnestly, the best part about it is the schools. Uh, there's a lot of high property values, and property values contribute about 90% of the taxes that actually wind up in schools. You want to complain to your federal government, it makes you feel good, but that's not where most of the money that goes into the school system comes from. comes from local uh, municipalities and property sure. taxes. So go find a bunch of rich white people, and you find a really nice <laughs> school. It's a completely <laughs> fucked up system, but... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know basis, what? You're right. And you know what? <laughs> that is, it's a great argument for the difference between a person being a racist and belonging to a racist system, because I'm faced with a choice. I can either go to Lakeville, where my kids get a great school and they do or i can go to some place that is much more diverse both economically and racially and all these other things my kids will go to a shittier school but i'm saying guess what i'm lifting them up i'm helping out because i have higher wages than the rest of the people around me and i'll drag this community that's a shitty so, situation to put on me some of us are better than others basically is what you're saying your community me is hardly a shitty one first of all second of all you know what i'm trying to describe you know the community i'm trying to describe i have to make a choice between helping that situation or exacerbating it by acting in my own self-interest that's right it's unfair to make me act against my own self-interest to I, 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 you need to force me to that's why governments can exist to say no you gotta fucking fix that okay right, fair enough so anyway. i think dave should be sent to the gulag dial 1-800 eat shit <laughs> just kidding no, no that's no, 1-800 good point Not really no uh brian hanf asks uh i was impressed with toys improvement still a work in progress so with uh kevin Leo's hamstring uh mario barrio loan is mason toy here for a while i don't think mm. so um, we, we well, have a first of all, we got to find out what this, what this, what we predict will be a signing is. 
It seems like we're lining ourselves up for a signing. Something's yeah. happening. We so, have, I mean, and to be fair, we have we have plenty of wingers on the roster right now to, to make right. up for Romario Barra. And their willingness to play Schuler as a left winger too can't yeah. be ignored here. Yeah. Either. So I, I, no, I mean, you make an ugly face. Yeah. I agree with you, yeah. but it doesn't matter if I agree with you. Heath agrees with me. Yeah. So for what it's worth, folks, when you mentioned having Schuler as a left winger, I kind of rolled my eyes and scowled all at the same time. <laughs> it's a very Muppet Show type expression. I think they were able to infer what you did. Yeah, yeah okay. pretty much. Um, well, so I, I don't think we have the dearth of wingers that is being described right now. You know what? If we took one more injury, a meaningful injury, um, maybe we start asking questions. I don't Possibly, think we're there yeah. uh, And then finally, our friend uh, Andy asked, uh, hey, Mags. Hi, Margaret. Yeah, good hey, to see Mags. you. Good to talk to you. Uh, when the legendary band Creed gets back together, presumably without lead singer Scott Stapp, do you agree that offensive loons would be a respectable frontman? Because I don't. That's a, that's a direct shot he, at he, you. He wrote in to ask a question that nobody asked just to say he didn't think so. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, it definitely just take a shot at you. So, what's a Creed song? Can you take me I don't know any of the other uh, words to that. What so. are the other ones? We're the wide open. Is that the yeah. fucking Creed? You know, well, okay, so I, I... Did I sound exactly like Creed? You definitely hey, sounded like Scott Stapp, yeah. Donk. It's, 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 it's basically like do, like do an Eddie Vedder, but like yeah. shittier. Yeah, like a shittier Eddie Vedder. Which I agree. I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan. Hard to do a shittier Eddie Vedder. You know my controversial opinion on this. I know. Yes, I know. No, I don't. Let's hear it. Creed and Pearl Jam are secretly the same band. I, you, you ever seen them at the same time? Same I mean, place? Not me. Here, here's what this I think. Is, this is a really shitty take <laughs> as someone who's a huge Pearl Jam fan, but I kind of I can't I kind of can't argue against it. I think here's what happened. If if all the members of Pearl Jam had kids at about the same time, then they become Creed. Like, because it softens you a little bit, and you're yeah, just like, right, you know. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, I just kind of went through the laundry my, a couple of my times. My favorite uh, forever, my favorite Pearl Jam lyric uh, is the one where he goes, It's poetry. Of dudes in rock bands in the 90s had that. Yeah, yeah, I know. STP, you know. I would amend your take, just be like, Creed is just a way shittier version of Pearl Jam. First is trash and Christian is farce. Yeah. That's how about, what it is. How about this take? Coldplay is what happens when some college kids read a book about Radiohead. Yes. <laughs> Without yes. ever actually right. having heard it. If you want more music takes, uh, you can find us at <laughs> well, the Days I Know. Time for uh, another dot, spinoff dot, podcast. Dot yeah, com. Yeah. Uh, at TDIKMN on Twitter. Uh, you can always email us those questions at Dave's I Know, the Dave's I Know, I'm at gmail.com. I don't think I, I haven't checked that fucking email address in, I don't know, probably no, 10 don't, months. Don't say that. Um, let's keep this, my, keep my writing. this is episode 97, guys, so we're, we're very close to episode 100. I'm not oh, sure exactly shit. what we're going to do to blow it out for episode 100. We I may have to not, like a fucking round, show up. A round <laughs> table, yeah. You'll probably be in that, the, be Napa the, Valley drinking wine with yeah. your... Uh, it'll be like some 70s PBS show, like Firing Line with Lewis Ruckheiser. Yeah. Except the, the Dave's I know. Yeah. You can find us always uh, on the Twitter machine. Uh, we're going to we're gonna take a picture of Luke's awesome fucking shirt and put that on <laughs> Twitter. Sure. At TDIKMN. Uh, me, at Texas LR. Martin, at Offensive Loons. Uh, Luke Craig, at uh, Born with a Tail underscore. We're about to record. We're going to take a short break. Record our uh, Holy Goalie podcast, which is only available Ooh. on the Patreon. Patreon.com. Dot com backslash Dave's I know if you want to hear our our fucking awesome opinions on this I think honestly I'm gonna spoil a little bit 
fucking amazing movie. I thought that movie was really? wow. fucking amazing. We're going to have three very divergent opinions. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. Wow. Uh, right. so, yeah, so, the bowl of porridge was just right. <laughs> All right. So, Martin, why don't you take us home? Hey, we are the Daves You Know Plus One Loop. This has been the Daves I Know. Land here become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Yeah, we, we, we do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all.